Ready or not, it's time to elevate. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Elevate with Antoinette. Um, of course, I'm Antoinette, and thank you so much for coming back and being with me, talking with me, all of that good stuff. Um, and Morty's here. My dog is back. Uh, so today I want to talk about the commitment before the elevation. So I keep talking about like my past experiences, hurt, trauma, things like that, um, that I went through that pushed me to elevate. But I want to talk about the commitment we have to make in order to actually elevate. So for example, I am a realtor. I've mentioned that before. Um, and a lot of times with real estate, it goes up and down. It fluctuates, right? There's not a ton of realtors out there that have a constant um, pay um, where they're just so busy all year round that they they know that they're going to get a certain amount of checks, you know, or a certain amount of money every month because real estate isn't like that. But there are uh, realtors that are pretty consistent in their uh, lead generation and prospecting that they can estimate, you know, if they, if, if you do this, then you will get this. Um, and for a long time, I, I've been in real, I've been a realtor for like 10 years and I've been one of those agents where the fluctuation is serious. It's, it's, it's a serious thing. Um, I don't know if I should add this light on here. It seems kind of bright, but we may put it on here. Um, so yeah, I'm just the consistency that I have had in the past. It just wasn't there. It wasn't there at all. So I didn't really like that. Um, but I couldn't get out of it. I couldn't get myself out of it. Um, so this year, at the very beginning of the year, I switched brokerages. Um, I went to a smaller boutique broker brokerage that could really help me focus on what I wanted to do. For years, I've been saying, I need accountability. Like real estate is one of those careers where you're an entrepreneur. You go out there and you do your thing. No one is really going to be hounding you about what you're doing and what you're not doing. Besides your family, maybe, because if you're not bringing home a check, they'll wonder, wonder why. Um, but I'm the type of person that's like, if you're saying I'm doing all right, then sometimes all right is good enough. But at the end of the year, I'm like, man, all right was not good enough. All right kind of sucked. Because I wanted to... I wanted to give more to my family. I wanted to prove to myself that I am better than what I'm I am on this, you know, tax form. Um this this W9 um or I just felt like I was more. But my input and my commitment to my career was very showing. Um I, it, I just wasn't committed to doing the work. Like a lot of agents, they buy leads, which nothing wrong with that. You do what is best for you. I don't want to buy leads. 
However, I don't want a door knock. I don't want a cold call. I just want business to fall on my lap. I want to get rich. I want to be a top realtor. I want, <laughs> I want all of that without really putting in the work. So at the end of last year, I said, you know what? I'm going to be more committed. I am going to sit down with my then, um, my manager at the office that I was at. And I just wasn't really getting what I needed. Um, and then just like from the people in the office that's supposed to be the support team, I, I felt like I wasn't getting what I needed. And it's nothing against them. They are fine. So it's it's nothing against them. It's completely me. And I think that's one thing that we mess up on so much. We're so quick and like constant, um, constantly pointing the finger at other people. I didn't succeed because they didn't help me. I didn't succeed because they're a bad coach. I didn't succeed because they're a bad manager, bad parent, bad, bad sister, bad brother, whatever. And sometimes you just don't succeed because you don't put in the work. And that was my, that was me. Like I was all right. Um, I got what I put out. Um, so at the end of the year, I was like, okay, I'm going to, um, you know, do some door knocking. I did it once. I, I did it in, I think, October, September, October. And it was good. It went over well. I, I got a good, um, I received good feedback on that. But you can't do something one time and think that you're about to just be flooded with clients. That's not how it works. You, it has to be every month. And if I did that in October, where was I in September? Not door knocking. October, November, December, January. They did not see me. So here we are. Um, and I I haven't door knocked again. But I did switch brokerages in January. Um, like I said, boutique brokerage, and uh I was there very upfront with what I what I wanted. And when you sit down with a broker and you say what you want, most of the time they're gonna say, Oh, this is the this is the right place for you. We can provide that. And sometimes it takes uh, sometime being at that brokerage to realize, you know what? I don't know if we're talking about the same thing because I'm not getting what I thought I was going to be getting. And I'm talking real estate because that's my area. This could be the same thing, whether you're a teacher, a entrepreneur, you know, whatever this can fit. What I'm talking about and what I've been through can fit any career style or type. Um, because for every career, you have to have a goal. You Your goal can't be, I'm going to work every day, the end, period. Your goal may be, I want to go back to school. I want to get a higher education. I want that education to take me to another level in my career. I don't know. But for me, real estate is my thing. I, I really enjoy it. Um, so... I met with a I met with someone at the brokerage that I'm at now and they're like, "Yeah, you know, you you're saying you want this. We have the formula to get you where you want to go." But it's not a walk in the park. 
we expect you to put in the work. Like we're going to give you the formula. You got to do the math to get to that end result. So I really appreciated that um, because no one's ever said that before. Everyone's like, oh yeah, you just talk to these few groups of people and you'll get what you want. Mm -mm. No, you really got to put in the work. Like a lot of people think being a real estate agent is so easy or, you know, like we're like used car salesmen and we're not like, we really want to help people for the most part. I, I'll speak for myself. I really want to help people. I love being in people's lives and seeing them go through this process because it's an important process and I get to help them with it. I get to be in that chapter of their lives and it's an important chapter. So I like to be, you know, just in, in, in a part of the family um, in, in this process. So to have a brokerage or a, in some cases a manager or, you know, an employer um, say, I hear you, I see you, this is what you need to do to get there. It's not going to be easy, but what I will do is form, allow you in this team because I've already formed the team. I've already have the people that can help you get your transactions done, the people that can help you uh, negotiate, the people that can help you figure out the hard things. We are here to do that. Our team is already here to do that. And we welcome you as part of the team. But at the same time, you have to be accountable for yourself. We're going to hold you accountable. And you also have to be committed to these things. So if you say you want this many clients, it's going to take you having these many conversations. Are you committed to this? And I say yes. So, you know, I when they ask, you know, how, how is your commitments going? How are your commitments going? I can't say, well, I can say, well, I didn't do anything. They didn't fail me. I failed myself. So I think like for anybody, what is the commitment you're going to make to be able to elevate to the next level? For me right now in this season of my life, I want to elevate in my real estate career. I had the opportunity to elevate in my political career, but I'm so laser focused on my real estate career because I know with both of my kids in college, um, my husband's home, he's not traveling as much with work. I can really, really, really focus on this part of my life and I want to see it grow. I want to see it become bigger than I've ever seen it become that I've ever experienced before. But to do that, I need to be committed. So my commitment right now, I am uh, going into the office Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I know most people are like, I'm in the office or I got to go to work every day, you know, Monday through Friday, some Saturdays, and I'm there from nine to six. I get it. But in real estate, we usually don't have to go to the office. That's not our, our normal thing. So for me to commit to that is very um, out of the box for me um, because I really, really like being home. And I think that I can get my work done at home. And 
it has been proven over the last 10 years that that is not the case for the most part. Um, so I've been going into the office, y'all, two weeks from nine to two. I have been cold calling people. I have been calling like leads from different um, resources. You know, when people say they like this house online or whatever, um, and they put their information in, we get some of those. So I've been calling them. I've been, you know, setting up uh, seminars and I've been calling around and doing flyers and reaching out to people to let them know about my seminars. It's been two weeks, two weeks. And this is probably the most people I've talked to um, in a long time. Just people I do know, people I don't know. Um, people that requested to be called, people that absolutely did not request to be called. Um, so it's very out of the box for me. Very, very uncomfortable. And I must admit, I'm not a fan. I don't like being uncomfortable. I don't like being like, I like everything nice, neat, packaged bow on top. And me calling people that it did not ask to be called is not my cup of tea. However, in the two weeks that I've really been committed to doing this, I have spoken to a lot of people. <laughs> and out of those lot of people, I would say like 200 people I've called. Out of the 200 people I've called, maybe three of them have said yes to some kind of real estate information, you know, um, and it made me feel good. I know, I know some of you are listening, like a few people that's not going to do nothing. But for me, it does a lot because one, I have possible clients. So we're going to go through the process of, you know, like pre-approval showing homes. I get to do what I love and they get to have their final outcome, which is owning a home or selling their home or, you know, buying vacant land, whatever their, whatever their goal was. And I have proven to myself, my dog is snoring. I have proven to myself that doing the hard stuff is not as hard as I thought. I, I really thought calling cold leads, um, doing cold calls was absolutely the end of the world. And then I also thought that asking people that I knew to refer me to their friends and family was also the end of the world. Um, neither one of them actions have ended the world yet. I actually am fine. And the people that I called were fine. Um, so I think the, the whole point of this is, oh, I've been looking for this uh, little clip and I just found it because I stepped on it, which means I need to um, I need to clean the office, but doing the hard thing is not as hard as we think sometimes. And definitely the outcome of doing the hard thing can be so much more valuable. Two weeks, I've been making phone calls, 200 people. I have possibly three new clients. That is, these, these are clients I would never have had before. So just think like 
if I would have kept to my normal, safe, makes me feel safe, makes me feel, you know, comfortable routine, I would never have talked to these people. I would never have possibly, like, I don't know how much money, like, I could have if these actually, if these deals actually go through and, you know, they become my clients, they get homes and all of that. I don't know how much money that all could lead to because we're not in that process yet to be able to put a hard number to it. But I do know that if one of them or all three of them close on a home, it's more money than I had before. And I am more comfortable sitting at my desk or even walking around the office and making the hard calls. Um, Have I gotten cussed out yet? Not yet. I'm sure it's going to (laughs) happen. Have I gotten hung up on? Every single day. Every single day, multiple times a day, and I'm still alive. And I didn't cry because it's like I just moved on to the next person because 10 calls after that, someone's like, oh, yeah, I did. I did want to know about this house. Great. Let's have a conversation. How can I help? How can I help you? So what are the what are the hard things that you know you need to commit to, but you don't want to commit to because they're hard? And are you sure they're as hard as you think? So if you want to do a career change, if you want to elevate your life by changing your career, but you're thinking, if I do that, I have to go back to school. That's too much money. That's too much time. That's going to put a dent in like my routine every day. Let's look at the hard things. The hard things that in your mind may be the change of routine, the money, you know, uh, balancing. But what did I say about balance before? Can't do everything. Something has to go. So if this is really important, what do you have to put on hold or put to the side in order to make this happen? And also, if you have to do student loans, which absolutely suck, I'm I'm almost done paying mine off. Um, But if you have to do student loans, Is that as terrible as you think? Because even if you're going into like certain careers in in government or teaching, those are our areas that currently have grants um, that can help you paying them off. And there's scholarships. Have you looked into that? Like how hard is your hard? If it's money, are there scholarships and grants out there that can help you? Um, If it's time... Can you put something else on pause to make that time? If it's your family is would be restructured and they will be upset, aren't you worth that restructure? You, you sacrifice for your family. Can they sacrifice for a year or two years for you to get this degree to elevate your career and their lives? So what are you trying to elevate in this year and what commitments are you willing to make to make that happen and for me I'm I'm trying to elevate my career so I'm committed 
to being in the office nine to two o'clock. I'm committed to do pro- doing prospecting um, in the morning, which I hate calling people in the morning because I feel like they're so busy. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're at work, yes, but they're on their phones or they're, you know, getting coffee and they and they can talk to me for five minutes. You know, just I just need five minutes to figure out the best time to actually call you. So, you know, it the hard things sometimes aren't as hard as we think. Sometimes it's in our head. A lot of times it's absolutely mental that, you know, I've already talked myself into failing. I've already talked I've already talked myself into I cannot cold call. I cannot pay for leads. I've already talked I've talked myself out of doing those things for 10 years. And now here I am doing those things and I I'm in my second month of the year and I've had more nurtures talking to new people than I did in the first two months of a year that I've had in the 10 years because I'm doing the hard thing. So if your hard thing is elevating in your career, let's make some commitments. Let's make some commitments. Mine, like I said, nine to two, Monday through Friday. And I'm doing a real estate thing. I don't know what. Every week I choose something different. And like I said, I'm only on week two. So am I door knocking? Am I doing a power hour of dialing nonstop? You know, am I doing open house? Like what is, what does it look like? And at the same time, I'm still committed to elevating my marriage. Um, Because my husband and I were empty nesters right now, but my oldest daughter graduates, so she'll be coming home, maybe. Um, so we won't be empty nesters anymore. So I want to be able to enjoy this time um, with him and our dog and just enjoy our home, our space. That way, when I when my daughter gets home, I'll be so super duper happy to have her home and me and her can have our space, you know, and have our time and she can have our space and everything will be great because I spent this time elevating my marriage while the home was empty. So what does that look like? What are the hard things that I have to do? I may have to call off, you know, a girl's night because my husband and I haven't had our alone time or our date night um, because of work. If I'm nine to two at work and then I, then he has track practice, um, he had has to coach or we're working on a project, we may not get a lot of alone time. So I may have to cancel some things on the weekends so I can spend the alone time with him. What are the hard things? I may have to, you know, sit and and listen to some things that I'm doing that he doesn't like and make some adjustments from there. What, for me, that's a hard thing because I don't, I don't usually do well with I'm doing something wrong because that's hard to hear sometimes. But if I want my marriage to elevate, what are the hard things that I have to do to make sure that happens? And what are the hard things he has to do to make sure it happens? Because it's it's not just one person, it's both of us. 
in my career, it's also both of us because with me being gone from nine to two, he has to do a lot more work with our dog and he walks the dog more and spends more time with him now. So that takes away time that he would normally be doing something else. So because I'm committed to these things at work, it has changed his schedule, which I truly appreciate. Um, but we, you know, those are those are things that we have to figure out. So again, what are where are you trying to elevate this year? Work, relationships, where? Buying a new home, let me know. Um, <laughs> where are you trying to elevate? And what are you truly committed to doing to make sure that happens? Sometimes that means cutting out people in your lives. If you're surrounded by a lot of negativity and people holding you back because they don't want to elevate, maybe it's time to really look at your company, the people that are around you, and, and cut some off because you need to do better in your life. Maybe you just want to elevate positivity in your life, but you can't do it because there's so much negativity and negative people around you. And that's a hard that's a hard thing to do to cut people off. But if it's for the elevation of you, it's something that needs to happen, right? So think about that. I would love to hear from like any of you that's listening. I would love to hear how you are planning to elevate your lives. We are in the last week of February. Um, so where are you? You have, we have more, many more months in 2024, much more time to, um, make these things happen. So let's work together. Who's going to keep me accountable. I would love to be able to reach out and keep some of you accountable as well. So let's make this community grow. Let's make our, our, uh, elevations known. What are your commitments to doing that? And let's keep each other accountable in those areas. So I would love to hear from you. Until next time, have a great day. Bye.